0: There's lots of ways to explore Europe, and of course, one of them is by bike. Europe is catering to active vacations, and biking's more popular than ever. They've got well-developed bike routes and a culture of bike touring. You can day trip in and out of cities, you can go cross-country biking, you can go on your own, or you can take a tour. I want to learn more about taking a bike tour. So, Daniela Vidal is joining us, and she's a Bavarian who's lived in France and Wales and has worked for Backroads, the bike company from California, taking groups all over Europe. Daniela, thank you for joining us. Thank you, Rick, for having me. Now, tell us just in a nutshell... How does a bike tour work?
1: Um, A lot of the biking tours are one week long, six days long. And uh, there are several ways. Either you have a bike tour. Let's say you could start in the Czech Republic and end up in Vienna. Or um, you have bike tours that stay for five days in one place, and then you do day trips out of this location. Let's talk about one 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 that starts here,
0: ends there. It provides the bike. If you're not an expert biker... Mm -hmm, mm Okay, so the average day, how many hours are you biking? How hard is it?
1: It depends. Um, You have to choose a little bit your terrain where you want to bike. I mean, if you're not a very uh, well-trained biker, if you're more a casual biker, you should probably not choose a tour that rides in the Alps or in the Pyrenees. I'd like to
0: bike along the Danube River.
1: For example, that's a good way. If you're a casual biker along the rivers, that's always a good... (laughs) It's flat along the rivers. If you
0: take a river, you know it's going to be flat. Yes. And you can even choose to go downstream. (laughs) Absolutely, yes. (laughs) Makes a difference. Yes,
1: and hope for backwind. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> and, um, so
0: you leave the hotel in the morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you carry your gear or does no. a car ticket?
1: Well, there are different ways, but normally um, you are only carry yourself and your bike. Most of the companies offer, even offer also bikes to you, so you don't have to bring your own bike, which is very convenient, of course, and your guides or your leaders will provide you with water bottles and a little snack normally how it works is you get uh, directions and you follow those directions so that doesn't mean that you follow one after the other your leader. You're actually on your own you have your own pace and normally you have different options. Let's say you want to go for 30 miles then maybe some riders want to go for 50 miles and others for 70 miles. You have one leader that will also sweep, as we say, sweep the road and see that you are okay. If you have any issues then the leader will help you and another leader would be in a van for example. So if you decide for whatever reason you cannot bike any further or you don't want to bike any further, then uh, this uh, van, they can pick you up and they ah. put your bike on the roof. So if you get tired, um,
0: you can wimp out. If
1: you get tired, if you can wimp out. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I say, yes, you just flag down the car. Yes, okay, absolutely. I've had enough of this.
1: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You can do that. And it's also important, they come by with the water and they fill up your water bottles because, of course, it's always important. And if you move along, let's say the, uh, the Danube, let's say from Passau in Bavaria, you move down all the way to Vienna, um, your luggage will be transported also by the company. So
0: the so. hotels are figured out. And depending on the uh, tour company, it could mm-hmm. be as simple as camping or as fancy as luxurious hotels. Absolutely, huh? yes. you have.
1: Okay, now a typical
0: day, would you have uh, four or five hours of biking? or?
1: Well, you probably come to four, five, or even more, maybe six hours, but it's split up normally. You bike in the morning for, let's say, three hours. The routes are put together so that you will arrive at around lunchtime in a place where you either get maybe a picnic provided, depending on the company, or you are in a place where you can get yourself some lunch. But it's not a, like a
0: caravan of bikers, everybody no. staying together. No, 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 no. You no, leave no. in the morning when you yes. like.
1: Well, you want to arrive at a certain time, so you you leave together, but then everyone has its own speed and you have the directions, you know where to go.
0: Okay, if you're organized and paying attention, it's pretty straightforward, and the guide will have a little uh, meeting in the morning to explain what the plan is for the day. Yes, Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm Rick Steves. This is Travel with Rick Steves. We're talking with Daniela Wiedel about bike touring around Europe. Now, you've biked um, all over Europe. What are some classic great areas to bike? And I'm talking about a person who's not who's in reasonable shape but not a serious biker. You want to be a casual biker, an easy tour, mm-hmm. uh, and you want to do some traveling at the same time. What are, what are some great ideas for a route to uh, consider?
1: Well, I think you have uh, a lot of casual biking and great facility of bike routes in Germany in particular. Mm-hmm. Uh, also along the, the Rhine River, or for example, the Loire Valley, beautiful, beautiful. in France. Uh, it's the Loire Valley is flat, more or less. So it's. Uh, now the
0: Loire Valley, you would have chateaus also. So Absolutely. would that You'd be mix. worked in as a guide? You would take the people to the castle mm-hmm. and make sure they tour it. Mm-hmm.
1: Absolutely. So you would, for example, in the morning you bike 20 kilometers or 15 miles, then you visit Chenonceau, one castle, nice. and uh, then you have maybe a picnic or you have lunch, and then you continue on riding in the afternoon for 40 kilometers or how far you choose, and then you maybe visit another castle or not or
0: the now, next day. Now, Europe really knows its bike racing. I mean, it's a big deal. When the when the Tour de France is on, all yeah. over Europe, everybody's just glued to the TV. Yeah. Yeah. And you've actually escorted some tours that follow in the wake yeah. Of all these great bikers. Yeah. Tell us about that, the Tour it, de France tour.
1: Mm-hmm. The Tour de France tour, and it was a wonderful, wonderful experience. We were able to follow uh, a stage or the the d'Huez, the mountain trial, and uh, we know that Lance, for example, it takes him 32 minutes, and we did it, too. It took us a little bit longer. It took us about two hours to get up the hill, but we did it. You have the fans already there, and uh, you have this common experience. You struggle up this mountain, and you make it, even though it takes you four times as long.
0: You know, if you're just a a tourist and you want to see the Tour de France, Mm -hmm. you can actually camp out in Mm -hmm. different places, anticipating the the racers coming by. Mm -hmm.
1: Absolutely, yeah. It's free. Um, um, you have to be there early. It's so popular that people come already
0: days before. There's a huge amount of people that oh. line up and wait. Yes, yes,
1: absolutely. Uh, but it's 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 really something very special. Anyway. There
0: is something special about it because my son, Andy, is so into biking and uh, he went into the uh, mountains of France somewhere and camped out. It took the better part of a day and he just saw, you know, Lance Armstrong streak by in, in just seconds mm-hmm. and he said it was well worth it.
1: Yes, it was. Well, yes.
0: What is it about the energy of that?
1: Yeah, I think it's the energy of, of the that these riders have, but then also all those bike enthusiasts surrounding you also on the side of the street. And there's a carnival atmosphere. Absolutely. You know, I've
0: been in Paris twice at the finale of the Tour de France. And I thought, I'll never get close to it, but okay, I'm here. I'll go out there to the Champs-Élysées. And, mm -hmm. you know, the Champs-Élysées is like a mile long and Mm -hmm. they go back and forth, what, 10 or 12 times. And I thought, well, I'll go there. It'll be pandemonium, but maybe I'll see something. Both times, it was so easy. I got within three people of the curb and I could enjoy all of the racers going back and forth and got caught up in the energy right there in Paris without even planning in advance.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can. And it's an advantage to be tall, of course.
0: That's true. (laughs) I'm Rick Steves. This is Travel with Rick Steves and I'm tall and I enjoy the Tour de France finale (laughs) probably easier than Daniela Vidal, who's uh, a bike tour guide giving us an insight into biking around Europe. Our phone number is 877-333-RICK. You can email us at radio at ricksteves.com. Nancy's on the phone from Wasco, Oregon. Nancy, thanks for your call. Thank you. Thoughts on biking in Europe?
2: Yes, I've done quite a lot of biking, uh, both self-supported and with tour companies. So I'm looking for something more way off the beaten path, maybe Georgia, Albania, Slovenia, Romania. Any ideas?
1: That's a wonderful idea. One thing I think uh, you should be aware of is that um, the facilities of bike paths in those countries are not like you find it in France or in Germany. Um, So you have to be ready to bike on the road, which is not an issue because in Europe, the drivers are used to bikers on the road. But it's more a question of you yourself if you want to do that.
0: And there's a lot of trucks on the roads in Europe. Mm -hmm. And that can be a little unnerving for a lot of bikers Mm -hmm. if they're not experienced. Mm -hmm. You know, Nancy, when I think about, uh, of course, biking through Albania or Bulgaria would be just fascinating. And anywhere you bike, I think you gain the respect of the local people. Mm
1: -hmm. Very much, because you have this immediate contact, because you you ride through little villages and you you are not as fast as in a car. So you're slow, you stop, or you maybe have to refill your bottle if you do it
0: uh, on your own. These are the intimate glimpses of those cultures. And when you go to a place like Georgia or Albania or Bulgaria, there's not a lot of Leaning Towers and Eiffel Towers and, you know, famous sites, but there's wonderful, rich cultural experiences. Mm -hmm. And I would say you'll find more of those per mile and uh, hour from a bike than from a car.
2: Yes, yes, absolutely. It's yeah. a wonderful way to travel. I just love it. And you, you deal with the local people when you stop and buy a snack. And
1: isn't it you get really to know the, the countryside because you feel every rolling hill in your legs. You really know it is a little bit uphill here in yeah. Bulgaria or in Albania. Yes. It's quite the
0: rolling hill country.
2: <laughs> and you smell the fresh-cut hay yes. and yes. Oh, hear the birds. It's wonderful. Ah, good. Nancy, yes.
0: in your biking experience in Europe, have you enjoyed the biking infrastructure, trails and paved lanes made for bikers?
2: Yes, along the Danube. I did one trip from uh, Munich, Germany, actually, all the way to Bratislava.
0: Oh, good for um, you. Um, I love um, that whole biking community. Uh, it's sort of a culture along the Danube. They've got that, what's called, the Radlerweg? Yes. yes. Radlerweg.
2: <laughs> it's wonderful, and people are just, just wonderful. Now, Nancy, okay.
0: did you ever take your bike onto the train to make a particular shortcut? or? or a... Oh, yes,
2: and on the ferry. That's another nice thing about going along the Danube is Oh, it gets kind of boring sometimes, and so you put your bike on the ferry and get off at the next stop. Or
1: And you can visit then sites as Melk, which are
2: yes. the, the oh, Abbey yes. for Milk. example, or
1: Dürnstein, <laughs> I'm sure you were there. And visited. Yes, yes.
0: Wonderful sites along the Danube. Nancy, thanks for your call. Thank you. I'm speaking with Daniela Wiedel. We're talking about biking around Europe, uh, that Radlerweg. Radler, is that the word for bicycle?
1: Radler is the word for bicycle, but also it can be actually the name for a drink we have. That's uh, right, because in, in the beer area. hall
0: you can go get a Radler.
1: Absolutely. And Which a is? Radler, what it is, is uh, half uh, of Sprite or 7-Up, how you call it, and half a uh, lager beer. So it's literally and the biker. It's the biker. What you drink is a biker. And it allows you that, you know, you didn't have a whole moss or a whole liter of beer, but you only had half a liter. So it allows you to hop on your bike afterwards and to ride along the Radler Week without falling off.
0: <laughs> so it's at, a, at a beer garden, it's sometimes hard to get less than one liter, about a mm-hmm. quart a big, huge mm-hmm. mug. So rather than getting a smaller mug, you can at least have it half filled with 7-Up. Yeah, the half 7-Up Radler. So the yeah. biker might be wise to order a yes. biker. Yes, particularly. Yep. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's a big leap to go from driving a car to pedaling a bike. And a lot of times I drive by some biker and I think, boy, they're working hard. But I look at the expression on their face when they get to the summit and when they get back to the hotel or something and they've had a a lovely day. For those of us who've never experienced the the joys of biking, share with us one moment where you know biking is the way to travel.
1: Mm. Well, for me, it's... There are are those moments and one particular moment for me I joined very much is I I bike a lot along the Danube River in in Austria. So for example in the area of Wachau, the wine growing area on the Danube and I see myself biking up those rolling hills and being surrounded by vineyards and then arriving in the late afternoon at 5 o'clock and you have beautiful light surrounding you and after a hard working day full with smells and, and tastes of the area to sit down and actually then enjoy a wonderful glass of Wachau um, white wine uh, and looking at the Danube and seeing my bike standing there, I think that's that's a, a wonderful way of traveling and uh, it's, it's uh, something very, very unique and it's a wonderful, rewarding feeling in the evening, yeah.
0: So you're exercising, your body's feeling good, you're surrounded by the culture and the nature, you're connecting with the people yeah. and you're doing it on two wheels.
1: Yes, that's a wonderful way, yeah.
0: Daniela Wiedel, danke schön for helping us about bitte, biking in Europe. Bitte schön, danke. Each year, Rick Steves Tour Guides take free-spirited travelers on escorted tours all over Europe, one small group at a time. This year, you can choose from three dozen exciting itineraries covering the best of Europe from Ireland to Istanbul, Paris to St. Petersburg, and practically everywhere in between. For a free catalog and Rick's Tour Experience DVD, visit the tour pages at ricksteves.com.